Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Well, my friends are gone and my hair is grey. I ache in the places where I used to play And I'm crazy for love But I'm not coming on I'm just paying my rent every day In the Tower of Song Welcome to Radical Australia on Community of 3CR Streaming live on 3cr.org I am blessed today, the Empress, Her Right Royal Highness, Dale Bridge is here. Good afternoon, Dale. Good afternoon, Joe. Now, you can see I'm actually on three cylinders today. It was two cylinders last week. Oh, you're doing... I'm feeling better. You're on fire. On fire. On fire. So could you please put out the bloody fire? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We'll wait Not till yet. five. All right. And uh, we have... For our guest, we've got a very special guest. Obviously, all our guests are special, but this man is special because we are going to use him to advertise something. Mr. Master Jeffrey Jetwa. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, like guys. It? Thank you. I like that. I like that. Thank you. You like that? Now, Thank look, you, uh, yeah. we've only got 57 minutes. Yeah. No music. Yeah, we hate music. Well, I hate music. Dale loves music. Uh-huh. Um, I love music. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you're too pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> we have no music. We have uh, no ads, and we only ask you two questions. Two questions. And you've got fifty-seven minutes to answer the two questions. Damn, that's amazing, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, and yeah. the first question it takes about seven seconds to answer. Okay. And so the first question is: What year were you born? Well, yeah, but okay. I was born in nineteen. Oh my God, eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Yes, half my age. Damn, you're just a youngster. What are you bitching about? Eighty nine. <laughs> like you're I'm, 11, I'm I mean, old. You're thirty seven. What are you bitching about? I'm old. Oh, maybe you're old from where you come from, but where we come I, from, you're a youngster. Uh, I mean, Dale's older than you. Uh, Sorry, Dale. My apologies. That's no problem. <laughs> no, some people get angry. <laughs> now, that's the first question. Mm-hmm. The next question, you've got 58 minutes. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. What's the first thing you remember? First thing I remember is mm. food. Food. Tell us about it. Tell us the memory. Um, well, um, at, uh, just like the weather at the moment, this mm. time of the year, um, mm-hmm. I remember I got home. Uh, when I was younger, and my mother uh, cooked uh, this really nice um, uh, fried rice with a cup of tea for mm-hmm. me, and um, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. just and it was just really spicy fried rice, and oh gosh, it was delicious, and I wish I have that again, have, yeah, again. You can st- smell it, can't you? You can oh, smell it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is your mother still alive? Yes, ah, yes, she's yeah. still alive. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, her name is Morina. 
And where does she live? Uh, she lives in Wamina, West Papua. Wamina, West Papua. Yes, yes. That's a long way away. Yes, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. And how long since you last saw your mum? Um, so I was uh, I was blessed enough. I, I was back uh, home uh, last Christmas. Right. right yeah. So yeah. I got to see my mum, my Just, dad, yeah. and family. Yeah. yeah. Did you make the same fried rice, or she forgotten the recipe? Um, no, no. She still, she still has the same. She still got it. And still yeah. Stuff, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Mm. So you were born in West Papua. Yes. Yes. And where were you born? Uh, sorry. Where? 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 Uh, in Wamina. Wamana. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Where exactly is that in West Papua? So Wamana is right uh in the highland uh in West Papua and mm-hmm. in West Papua, so Wamina, yeah. Wamina. Yeah. And what was life like for a small boy thirty five years ago, thirty three years ago? Mm, twenty six years ago, about twenty six, twenty seven years ago, yeah. yeah. Um well um it's kind of different, you know, coming from the, the, um, the like third world country. Um, mm. And um, um, well, if, let's go back. Let's go back when you were a small boy. What type of home did you live in? Um, normal house. Normal house. Normal right. house. Yeah, we have yeah. A, we have a light. We have a like desk and everything. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is that is that a big big town or a uh, small town? So small it's town. Uh, colo- if in Melbourne you would say it's like Ballarat or oh, Bendigo. Right. Yeah. right. So like that. Yeah. And. All your family came from there, or uh, yes, yes, my your father too. Yeah, my, yeah, my mm. father, my mum, yeah. And what's his name? Uh, my dad. His yeah. name is Bandon. Uh-huh. And yeah. what? And what type of things? What type of work did, does he do, or did do? Oh, he worked uh, for uh, as a civil servant. Civil servant, right? Yeah. So he had he had a, a reasonably prestigious position, did he, for this party? Uh, no, like it's good enough, good enough to survive. I yeah, say. he had a weekly wage. Yeah, yeah, coming in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what was it like for you as a small boy? What did you do to fill in the day? Uh, during the day, yeah, as a normal boy, you know, you go to school, go mm-hmm. to kindergarten, go mm-hmm. home, and mm-hmm. uh, sp- just spend most of your. So you went to kindergarten. I did. I did. Yeah. And what language would you speak in kindergarten? Um, so in West Papua, so uh, uh, people, so I learned to speak Indonesian, Bahasa. Bahasa, that was the yeah. language in, in the kindergarten. Yeah. The, the, that, was, that was compulsory or, or you could speak your own language? Uh, so Bahasa is a compulsory, mm-hmm. and but when I back going back home, mm-hmm. I would speak uh, my mother tongue. Mm-hmm. It's called Dani. Mm-hmm. So I would speak that to my uh, family, mm-hmm. but when I'm outside, when I want to try to, co- when I want uh communicate with other Papuans, mm-hmm. I use Bahasa to communicate. Bahasa. Yeah. So what would happen if you communicated in your mother tongue, Dani? Anything? Uh, to other Papuans? Yes. Uh, they don't understand. They don't understand. Yeah, because uh, there are uh, like uh, at least thousand tribes who live in West Papua. Right, right. Yeah, and um, we all uh, use Bahasa to communicate. Mm. So it's a little bit like Indians using English and, the, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, that, that, what, there'd be no um, relationships between different languages in West Papua? Uh, no, not at all. It's quite different. Yeah, each tribe, they, yeah, like, mm. um, you know, same appearance, same look, same everything, but, mm. uh, yeah, speak completely different. 
Is that yeah. because they um, lived in isolation of each other for, for generations? Yes, yes. And yes. why would that be? Um, so why would that be? Um, because um, um, there's... Uh, sorry, can you repeat the questions? Why would they be forced to live in isolation and develop their own language and cultures and... Yeah. Is it the geography? Is it very hostile territory where you mm. could, because you, it's mountainous, you can't go to the next village type of thing or the next mm. town? Or? Mm. So, like uh, the Papuans, the tribes, that most of them uh, live as uh, uh, hunters. Right. So, they would just like uh, go in a like, group of people mm-hmm. to. Uh, to survive, they have to go move from place to place to survive to find food. So mm-hmm. that's why I guess uh, that they um, uh, coming uh, like come up with their, their own languages to. to mm-hmm. yeah. So they didn't have agriculture as part of that. Like, uh, yes, like some people I've spoken to on the program in West Papua had a lot of agriculture though. Yeah, 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 oh, right. yeah, right. yeah. So where did you go to primary school? Um, it's in Wamina. Wamina. Yeah. yeah. And what was that like? Was that a mixed school? Or was it a school for West Papuans or West Papuan Indonesians? Or? Uh, it's a mixed school. Mixed it's school. It's a mixed school, yeah. Mm-hmm. West Papuans and Indonesians, yeah. And what was that like for a young boy? Um, you know, young boy, you, you, you just, um, you know, you're young, you don't know, you're still uh, not sure what is bad, what is good. Right. And just like, like it's all nice and you know you go to school see mm-hmm. other people like uh, it's kind of normal yeah kind of normal mm-hmm. did yeah. you walk to school um yes i did walk to uh used to walk to school mm-hmm. yeah with mm-hmm. my uh parents or my uncle mm-hmm. my aunties they would yeah walk me to school do you have any brothers and sisters i do i do i do yeah well, didn't you walk to school with your brothers and sisters why did they have, did they have body odor or something <laughs> Well, you know, when you when you have like a teenagers, brothers and sisters, you know, they like, they yeah, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but like we just hate each other. Yeah, I, like, I mean, when you were kids, you know, you don't want you know to embarrass walk with your younger siblings or oh, that's like right. yeah, you're yeah. a big man, big man. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to walk with you. So you got a brother and a sister, or I do, I do, I have a brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. and you didn't want to walk with them. Ah, uh, oh, tragedy, tragedy. Uh, Jeffrey the big man. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're talking about right now, like today and now, I'm, yeah, like, I would walk with them, but. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but, like, back at that time, you know, like, you think you are cooler than them, or they think they're cooler than you, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, fair enough. What are their names? Uh, so they, uh, so I've uh, two sisters mm. and six brothers, and they all in West Papua. Uh, yeah, all of them in all West Papua. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Did you excel or did you like anything in particular at primary school? <laughs> Apart from going home. Uh, anything about the primary school? Uh, like probably everything's that I want, my parents would give it to me. I just cry about it. You cried. Yeah, just like mom, I'm hungry. I just cry, cry, cry. Right. There you go. There's food. Yeah. Mom, I want money. Cry, cry, yeah. cry. There you go. There's money. Uh, you, you, you sound like a bloody bird. That's what birds do. <laughs> cry. That's how they survive. Cry, cry. Well, that's why kids cry, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. You get what you want. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Especially if you got. Well, you said you had six brothers. Yeah, six brothers. So there's nine kids in the family. Yes. It'd be bloody. I know. There'd be a lot of noise and carrying on, wouldn't there? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. I, I I actually even asked my parents why, and um, my mom said, ask your dad. And when I asked my dad, my dad said, 
uh, you don't say that. It's a blessing from God. And a blessing from God. Yeah, and yeah. it's really shut me down. Like, okay, no more comment. No more comment. <laughs> so how many how many of you slept in a, in one bedroom? Uh, <laughs> so my parents just would well, like uh, we have this like massive mattress and right. yeah. So whoever, whichever, sit <laughs> in and just yeah, yeah. or get in the first yeah. First in, for best dressed. Yeah, pretty much. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. what? How many rooms would have there been in the house? So uh, there are four rooms. Four rooms. Right. And sometimes I would uh, take the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or like, uh, yeah, sleep on the mattress outside. Some, something outside, like that. Right. Yeah. And what type of area did you live in? Was there a lot of other houses near you, or was it uh, rural or semi-rural? Uh, it was. Uh, I would say it was a uh, yeah rural area. Yeah, rural area. So like, uh, so we're lucky we live in the city, and mm. um, but not not much house back at that time. No, right. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you had a. Uh, Area you could play in as a kid. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a like a um, like a park where we could. Uh, yeah, so like not like a nowadays people have mobile phones and everything. But yeah. uh, back at that time, we just yeah play with the neighbors' kids and play right. outside. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did, apart from trying to kill your brothers and sisters, what did you play at? Oh, we just we play hide and seek and. Um, it just uh, some it's normal. Stu- yeah, normal. Yeah, like uh, some stupid uh, make uh, like yeah made up games that the uh, kids yeah, yeah back yeah. there did. I've had I've had West Papua and guests and here you go out there hunting when the little kids. You didn't do that. You just played hide and seek. Mm, because um, I was I was born in the, like in the city kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Urban boy, urban, urban boy. boy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my uncle, my cousin, tell me, I'm a, I'm awake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I come from the big like urban, so yeah, I'm I'm awake. They they don't see me as like they they um you know as a real man, real man, no. not yet. Not so yet. Yeah, I'm still disappointed. I'm still like, guys, I've been going to gym. I can lift so many kilos and yeah. look at my body. I'm yeah. bigger than you. They're like, nah, you you. No, not yet. Just a homeboy. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you're still there. Like when you get there, yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll look at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, where did you go to high school? Uh, I uh, went in. It was in Wamina too. Two. So yeah. you didn't didn't have to board or anything. Uh, no, no. So from home. Yeah, no. yeah. And what type of uh, subjects did you do? In high school, I did uh, maths, maths, science, science, yes, yes, maths, science, um, um, Indonesians, yeah. of course, yes. and um, uh, like a little bit of politics, yeah, politics, yeah, politics, a little bit of politics, a little bit, yeah, because what uh, do you mean a little bit of politics? Oh, uh, like what's going on here? Oh, uh, no, because um, start when I growing up I there's just a lot like uh, because uh, okay because my my dad work uh, in the government mm-hmm. and I grew up yeah and um, yes like nearly every day I overheard uh, my dad and uh, hearing the, to the news and uh, all his uh, like some of his colleagues comes and discuss about the government mm-hmm. this and that and mm-hmm. I just start become interesting and um, mm-hmm. and I took uh, one of the subjects in high school about politics but um, it, mm-hmm. it's it, like it's not that much it's just like a basics um, yeah, yeah yeah so there was a subject called politics in high school yeah yeah 
yeah. Right. So yeah. you weren't actually doing extracurricular things. You just no, yeah. It just, so, yeah so, so this was, was this during the Saharta military regime or after? Oh, uh, this one's after. After. Yeah, right. this so, one's so after. So what were the politics? Lessons like what were they about? Uh, it, it, it's not like a, that deep. Like no. right now, it's no. it's all like, um, like uh, what happened um, in nineteen sixties, mm-hmm. and uh, what happened when the Dutch came uh, invite. Uh, yes. Like what did the um, Indonesians heroes do? Yes, yes. Oh, like uh, what? So you've got a cap, an Indonesian Captain Cook, have you? <laughs> The heroes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like those, and um, yeah, and um, like yeah, just 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 like who was the first Indonesian to discover West Papua? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I like something, it, yeah. yeah so just basics, yeah, basic, basic stuff, stuff. yeah. And, and but I'm more, I'm more interested in uh, maths and science, yeah. Right. Did at this early stage in your life, did religion play a part in your life? Yes, yes, religion. Um, so I, I was born in a Christian, very strong Christian family. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so like um, every day, every uh, every day we have a morning and night devotions uh, with the family at home. At home right. Yes, at home. What did they What did they consist of? Prayers or yeah. So we do uh, uh, prayers. Uh, so we read the Bible mm-hmm. passage in the Bible, uh, praise and worship, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and prayers. Yeah, and you would do that. Every day we do that every day, yeah. And was your family attached to a particular church? Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. what church is? Uh, it's a Pentecostal church, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And was your father uh, involved in the ministry in the church? Yes, yes, yes. My dad also um, uh, involved in it, and um, I also um, uh, used to go with him to mm-hmm. go to some uh, some churches who are like a bit uh, far away, out in the village, and um, right. yeah. So we would uh, walk um, up. Uh, Two three mountains just to get to the church and um, and surf. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did you think as a young boy? What did you think of village life? Here you are. You're in this urban centre, and then you're walking, you know, up these mountains to these little villages. What did you think? Uh, actually, I enjoy it. I enjoy. I just love as a young boy. Uh, live uh, like um, uh, just enjoy the nature. Everything. It just like I feel alive. I feel mm-hmm. alive. It just, it just cried. And, um, but back at that time, I still, there's still just big, um, questions in my mind, like, uh, the, like the purpose of life, like, why am I here? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, why am well, I doing this? I've got some thing? bad news for you, Jeffrey. Well, I'm 64 and I haven't actually been able to answer that question yet. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you, you don't know, but I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, these questions kind of affect you when you're young. When you're old, you just, you'll know one day whether the, <laughs> <laughs> what the purpose is. Yeah, It'll come yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't, it doesn't mm. matter. Mm. So <clears throat> when did you finish high school? Um, so I... I so back in West Papua, I did not finish high school. I was in year ten, mm-hmm. and I escaped. You escaped. Yeah. What do you mean you escaped? I escaped because uh, in two thousand and it was about two thousand and fourteen. Two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. Sorry, 2004. Thank you. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2004. 2004. Um, so since... So when no, I, hang on, hang on. So you left in year 10. 
Yes. How old were you then? I was about 15, 14. 15. So yeah. what happened in year 10? In year 10. So when I grew up, yeah, mm-hmm. when I grew up, there are a lot of um, issues, things that are happening in West Papua. Like what? Tell us. Um, so people, some people would do some protests, yeah. Mm-hmm. They would go go to the to the um, to the parliaments and some students and they the military would come trying to stop them mm-hmm. and uh, other they would arrest them arrest some of the students mm-hmm. or shot on the spot. Mm-hmm. Did, or, did you see any of this? Um, I, that one I saw. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, yeah, and um, but what, what, what happened? So I uh, saw so there were a bunch of people mm-hmm. and just and he had the sound of the guns, mm-hmm. yeah. But I I went actually like right like see you know what's happening yeah. there, yeah. Because my family tell, like don't go and like anywhere near there. Mm-hmm. But um um yeah, I heard the like uh, the, I can hear the sounds of the uh, guns and that and um um yeah. So these things happen, yeah. But um. Uh, people, uh, they weren't like a. It doesn't brought. It don't. Uh, people don't talk about it. No. People don't yes. broadcast. There is like my parents would uh, like stand by on the radio, mm-hmm. like a like a national radio in in, in for, for Indonesia or like stand by on TV. But there is nothing happening there. There's nothing happening. So so, what you see with your own eyes and hear with your own ears. Mm. Doesn't actually, isn't part of the, the discussion on the media. Mm. It, as if it doesn't exist. It doesn't ex- exist uh, at no, all. Yeah, no. and um, so I uh, I overheard my my parents and the elders um, mm-hmm. in the community. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, look, if this what been you know if it's going like this, what's going to happen with um, our kids? How do I get, how does it like what happened with their future and mm-hmm. kind of thing? And I start thinking to myself like, oh crap! I don't I don't want to be like them like one day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like uh, you know, just feel like maybe finish school, finish high school, and go you know doing demonstration, protests, mm-hmm. and you know, and got arrested, right. something like that. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, my uh, my family, my parents also they doing some a uh, little bit of activism, but when they when they were there, they didn't do. Uh, uh, they were re- very careful also mm-hmm. when they're doing it, yep. just to to protect the family. Yes. Yeah and yeah. So uh, my dad, lucky uh, he he uh, he all come across with there's a man called Herman. He met with him, and Herman was... Was that Herman one guy, wasn't it? <coughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes, him. And um, he was uh, speak, spoken to my dad about the plan about to escape, and um, my dad um, sp- spoke to me about it, and I was like, um, yeah. This is a huge decision, isn't it? You're 15. Yeah, I was 15. And the Herman one guy, Wayne <coughs> guy, comes in and says... We've got this plan. Mm-hmm. Can you send your son? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I. My dad just uh, put put some words, and he said that uh, like um, this is not just for yourself; it's for other people too. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, you don't like uh, 
we want you to have a bright future and look if if this news this problem don't broadcast don't go out don't spread we're gonna live like this mm-hmm. f- for the rest of our life and uh, so I said what they saw no future for their children in pretty West much Papua. yes right. pretty much but yeah did yeah. Did, 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 did your parents understand the risks involved in this little endeavor um back at that time uh not quite not quite yeah right. not quite. they uh, I'm, I'm, I, know, I know herman one, one guy wayne guy is a uh, pretty uh good speaker yeah yeah i mean did he actually explain to them what he what the plans were so he did he did yeah. but yeah. well tell you 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 tell me yeah. and the listeners yeah what herman said to your to your uh, dad uh, well okay so okay guys um, so you know we will uh, take you guys to australia and in australia you uh, first class tickets on a, on a beautiful airline was it yeah and uh, <laughs> you, you, but um but um he was uh, like the airlines and kind of thing he was saying that just to cover yes to cover the track Yes. Yeah. So he said that we will take you guys on a flight to go to Australia, and yes. this is. But the real story. It, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't thinking of a flight to Australia. What had they planned? Um, so we planned to uh, come across with an outrigger canoe. Right. Oh yeah. Anybody. Look. Yeah. Look. You know, I could put my fifteen-year-old son on a outrigger canoe to paddle from bloody. Um, West Papua to uh, Australia. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and um, so and your dad said, "Oh, yeah, that's okay. Sounds uh, all right." Uh, no, my dad. Actually, since when we left uh, Wamina, yeah, uh, when we left Wamina to one of the island yes. in uh, north of West Papua, we start just lose, just stop contacts with anyone. Right. Just no contacts at all. Like right. just zero contacts. Right. That so, was about. So did your dad go with you, or did you just went yourself? Uh, myself and my younger brother. And, and how old was your younger brother? He was about ten. Ten. Eleven. Yeah, ten. Yeah. Eleven. So him and you. Yeah. Decided to come to Australia. Yeah. Because Herman had this big outrigger canoe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sounds all right. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan and Mum were quite happy. Uh, my my mom no wasn't like not sure what the plan was. Right, right. But my dad knew the risk. Um, right. What we're going to take, but he tried so, so basically things were so bad, or they believe things were so bad in West Papua, they were willing to send two of their children, one as young as eleven, to Australia on this harebrained scheme of West Papua and you know uh, young people. Coming to Australia in an outrigger canoe. Mm-hmm. Because I tell you, um, there's this one day, it was right 6th October mm-hmm. in 2000. Mm-hmm. There was a, there, it's like a massive, like a, there, was, it's a, it, there was a war between the locals and the military. Mm-hmm. And this happened just right outside my house, our house. Mm-hmm. I can see like, uh, like in the window, like when I opened the window, there's this like a, a guerrilla, Papuan guerrilla with the bow and arrows, mm-hmm. fighting with the um, the military, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the hospital, uh, and we live just cl- close to the hospital. Every single night, every single night, single day, I can we can hear people crying from hospital. It was like one week nonstop. 
It, it was in uh, 6 October in the year 2000. In 2000. Yeah, and it was, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, it, they call Wamena Berdara, which is blood set in Wamena that mm. time. Mm. And after after that week, we had this um, uh, military aircraft flying through, like really close to the land, mainland in Wamena. And you can, th- like, you can, this was when I was young, and you can think of, they might, like, a drop a bomb or something like that. Like, mm. it was just, like, really, dis- it was scared out of, like, me, and not just me, everyone. Mm-hmm. And people just start, like, assuming, like, <laughs> it's, no, it's not safe. It's, it's not safe. Yeah. So, so basically, your, your father, or your parents, mainly your father, are willing to take the risk because things were so bad that they felt that this was the only way out. Yeah. It's not the type of thing you'd send an 11 and a 15-year-old mm. on. Mm. So how did you get to the island? To we, Oh, yeah. Um, so we so we went to the city in Jayapura City. Mm-hmm. And from Jayapura, we, uh, we took a, a boat... Um, a small boat to to the island, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and who was on the island? Uh, who was on the island? There's uh, one of the um, I think relative from him and uh, relatives there. Mm-hmm. So we 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 live and stay with them, and that's where we built uh, our boat. Yeah. You actually help help to build. So this was an idea. The boat wasn't even ready. No. So no. you are on this small island, building your own escape craft. Yeah. And what was it built out of? Out of trees. Trees. Yeah. Just just one day we went to this jungle and mm. just chopped down the trees. That was all. That was it. Chopped <laughs> yeah. down, <the> <laughs> down and yeah, like we like yeah, cut this is go there, this is go that way, this is yeah. Did you have any traditional builders with you or is this is just something that Herman thought he could get away with? Um Herman's dad, um, he he's uh, the experienced one. Mm-hmm. He was there, so he was the one who instruct us to where to go. This is you do this, take that one, do this one, mm-hmm. put that one there. This, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. how long did it take to make this canoe, this outrigger canoe? Uh, it took us. It took us about uh, two months. Two months. Two months, and we were in that island. Probably about three months. Right. Was there any uh, Indonesian uh, presence on that island, or presence? Oh, were there Indonesian Indonesian soldiers on that island? No, no, no. no so yeah. it was very, very isolated. Yeah, it was very isolated. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we pretty much we trying to just get away. We yep. just try like stop any contacts, anything, and it was just yeah. Quite oh no, computers, no mobile phones. No, no. Oh, how sad. No, know? but. Um, like back, like we actually took, uh, like took this, like took this, like very serious. Well, it is serious. Very yeah, serious, and um, because when, what would have happened if you were caught? Something. Yeah, I'd be dead, arrested, or like got shot dead. Yeah, that's right. That's probably the two only thing that I can assume. Yeah, no, what this would is happen. an exceptionally serious undertaking. Yeah. So, how big was the canoe once you finished it? Um, it was about. To be honest, I don't know what's the measurements. Is. Well, was it how many? Say uh, uh, a two meter man. 
How many? How many men do you think you could put? So, so there were forty-three people, people of us, but they weren't lying down in the canoe, were they? No, we were just sitting down. We just, sitting just down. Like, forty-three. Sitting yeah, forty-three of us. Yeah, forty-three. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you've built the canoe. <clears throat> yeah. Were you there when they first put it in the water? Uh, I was there. What was it like? Huh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Like you know, first time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad. Yeah. Look, it's 4.32. This is Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program is podcast, so if you miss bits of it, you can re-listen to it. We're going to the podcast, 3cr.org.au. The Empress Dale Bridge is doing all the technical stuff to keep us on air. I'm asking a few impertinent questions of our guest, Mr. Jeffrey Jedwa. Egwa. Egwa. Told you. Egwa. Told you. I'd stuff it up. Egwa, not Jedwa. Egwa. Uh, I was thinking of the it's right. the Jedi, the Jedi Knights, because you were like Jedi Knights, weren't you? <laughs> there you are. You were like Jedi Knights, building this canoe yeah, yeah. out of the forest. <laughs> it floats. That must have been the first thing that it floats. Herman must have been very happy that it floated. Uh, I hope so. I didn't see I have his face that time, so yeah, uh-huh. I was happy. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. finally. Like. So, how many were on the island at that particular time? Um, it's like in that one island, there was only two families. Two really, families. Two families. Right. So there are just bunch of random, um, right. like right. small islands. Yeah. So you started the journey. How many of you were in the canoe when you started? Uh, there were forty. No, when you started. Oh, when you when you started. Ooh, uh, probably not for it was like 50 50 ish 50 ish yeah 50 so ish. everybody had come to the island to get on the canoe yeah they? yeah right yeah all right oh um i'm sorry so like bunch of the guys yep. yeah who were the experienced one mm-hmm. they were on the canoe right some of us took the normal uh ship normal boat yeah mm-hmm. um and go around west papua from north to the south right and the other the other experienced one with the canoe the real canoe they go alone so and yeah so that we so just, you picked up people as you went along did yeah you? so we just don't want to make uh you know Obvious to no, no, people yeah, right. to start asking and questions, yeah, yeah. yeah, questions or anything, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so obviously, and uh, what day did you leave? Oh, uh, like leave w- <coughs> West, West Papua, Papua. Yeah. to Australia? Or? Yes, to Australia. Um, it was in January, mm-hmm. January, I think sixteen, around ten or eleven, mm-hmm. eleven Jan- January two thousand mm-hmm. and. 2006, yeah. 2006. Yeah, 2006. It's a decade this year, that's right, the yeah. 10th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. 2006. So obviously you had a sonar, you had mobile phones, solar phones, computers, you had everything on the canoe, didn't you? <laughs> no, we didn't have anything on the canoe. You know what's funny? I'll tell you the story. Yeah. Because I come from the highland, I've yeah. never been on the water before. Oh, yeah. So that is funny. I uh, <laughs> I asked the captain, "Hey, um, look, I come from the Highland. I never been on the water before. Could you please tell tell me uh, how long will it take us, roughly, you yeah, know, yeah. into Australia?" And this guy took the map out and showed me like 
we are here right now in Meroki. Yeah. That's like a sad. So Australia is like right here. So if we go straight down, yeah, we'll get there. maybe uh, seven, seven, eight hours. Yeah, seven, yeah. eight hours. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I got really excited. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. I when I re- I rang my family up. I said, yeah. guys, so apparently we're gonna, you know, it, uh, it's gonna take us seven eight hours. Please pray for us. And after that, yeah, we'll, I'll yeah co- let you guys know. Everybody was happy. Obviously, he had outboard motors. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. be paddling. No, no. Uh, so, uh-huh. so we only had uh, there were uh, there were two engines, motor engines on the on the boat. Right, and there yeah. were forty three people. Yeah, there were forty three. That of included us. the captain and the crew. Yeah, 43. yeah. Forty three. How many men and women and children? Men and women, children. So there were two. I think two twins. Yeah. So they were like uh, three or four years old. I can't remember. Mm. Um, that's Herman uh, mm. sons. And uh, children, there are about maybe four or five. Four or five, right. And uh, men, about like 30, I don't know, 20-something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there is a uh, female, yeah. Female, right. Yeah. And uh, obviously you get to Australia in seven hours, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, since when the captain said it's going to take us about six hours, I ran, I ran to the shop. You know, typical teenagers, yeah. yeah, seven, six hours, two packet of biscuits and yes. two can of Coke will do. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, like about two, three hours later, the engine broke down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The captain tried to uh, fix it, but uh, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we drifted, uh, yeah, we drifted through the oceans. Yeah. You drifted? Yeah. We, How long did you drift for? Um, it was five days. And you drifted for five days? Yeah, five days and four and, nights. And uh, what was that like? Damn, it was it was probably one of the worst experiences I ever had in my life. Mm. You didn't see any other any other ships or anything? no, Nothing. no. All I see, all we see, like in the, when the sunset, we see the um, the wave. It was like start raining thunderstorm, and the wave. It was like uh, about like one like one or two kilometers high like right. it was it was freaking high, high. like it was high and yeah. we can just see like we are here sit yes. on the boat and look up to the roof like that and we just thought like we're gonna dead like everyone was panicking yeah. everyone panicking but um i was um like i personally i i i i respect how how Herman and everyone on the boat, mm-hmm. because most of us were uh, blame on him. Like, yes, yes. where are you going to take us? You're gonna like this is but us, yeah. um, but I just like at that time how everyone just work together, try to to panic about it, and mm. and and most of us who were on the boat were Christians, and uh, most of uh, we all just encourage <coughs> each other to. Just instead of cry and blame to one, two, three person, just pray to God. Just say, Jesus, help us kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so it was probably the worst experience. Um, mm. And, you know, every morning when the sun rise, I always open my Before I open my eyes, um, I just always say a quick prayer. God, I, at least I want to <laughs> see something on the water, on the horizon. Mm. But no. 
Well, were your prayers answered? Did you see something on the horizon? Yes, that was uh, on the last day. On the last day. Fifth day, was that? Yeah, fifth day? The, the fifth day. What, what did you see? There's, so, from the first, we saw from the distance, mm-hmm. there was a dot, like a dot from the distance. So, everyone were like, oh, maybe that's a, um, that's a, um, um, uh, fish, you know, fish boat or something, or mm. Australian military navy or something. Mm. But when we got closer and closer, it's um, it's looked like an island, mm-hmm. and like we everyone start to think like, oh look, uh, like past couple of days it was really really cold, so maybe we have passed Antarctica or something. So <laughs> maybe we are we could be in uh, Europe or in um, in US or something like that. Uh, yeah. Can't be, can't be. Yeah. And when we got closer and closer, it's not a, an island it's a big mainland mm. and what's strange was um it was all red sand mm. so there is no coconut trees there's not even humans sw- swimming on the on the beach there like nothing there so everyone like confused we just like where are we like <laughs> far out so when we got to the mainland we start walk along the beach try to find hang out on, hang on. you drifted into the beach yeah yeah. You didn't hit any rocks, nothing, lucky. Nothing. It just was just drifted beautifully. Drifted beautifully. Yeah. Drifted. Just, just, just like a movie. <laughs> and yeah, and like so so here we are like in the like uh, like red sand, like a uh-huh. desert, like we don't even know where we were. <laughs> so we start walk along the beach beach, try yeah. to find out where we were. Yeah. And uh, we found a lot of can of beers. It sounds interesting, yeah. yeah. And we read like took uh, Victorian beers. VB. Uh, oh, <laughs> this should be an ad for VB. <laughs> made in Sydney, made yeah. in Brisbane. Yeah. But we thought like, nah, maybe the Australians were here before. Boy, you know, typical cook, yeah, typi- typical Australians yeah. beers yeah. and. And but like, and they went back to their countries. But um, yeah, so we keep walk walk until we found there was a sign. A sign. A sign says, "Welcome to Cape York, Australia. You are here." And there's an Australian map yeah, with um, kangaroo and emu on the side, and there's an arrow too, like where you are. Where we are, and they're like, "What the?" Surprise! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So how long? Did you wander around before somebody noticed there were <coughs> 43 West Papuans wandering on the beach? Um, so we got to the mainland. It was uh, light in the afternoon. Yes. It was light in the afternoon. And um, so we stayed the night. Uh, we stayed the night uh, there. And the next day, um, uh, we saw there was a plane. Um, at the, I, I guess there's a coast, um, coast guard. Yeah, yeah, coast guard plane. And yeah, everyone's just, we all uh, wave our hands. And yes. um, yeah, and they came and picked us up in the afternoon. They picked you up. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 What was the first thing they said to you? <laughs> yeah, um, I was just, um, because um, I'll, I was imagining this like like in a movie. Yes. So, you know, it's a desert. There's no trees. No, like you can actually yeah. see. So there's like this, like seven, eight cars convoy. They're like yeah. a truck. They're from and they actually they did they didn't stop like near us. They're mm-hmm. probably about five hundred, six, eight hundred meters. They stopped like that far. Yeah. And I was wondering why do they like stop that far? And um, uh, it was Herman told us yeah. to. Just sit down here, like sit in a group. Yeah. Don't do anything stupid. Just sit down. 
then because he he speak a little bit of English German back at that yeah. time, and um, so I was just like uh, sitting down and just looking at that, and there was this one guy yeah. came towards us. The yeah. um, the the guards came towards us. I was just like, all right, there's this one guy came towards us. Yeah. There are bet there are like maybe six or seven snipers standby yes. from that car yes. <laughs> to us like if we're doing something stupid. Let's like and I was like check out all the um, laser red laser thing <laughs> like no we can't see anything and so yeah this guy uh, came towards us and uh, first word that came from his mouth was are you hungry lovely hungry well touch yes. uh, his stomach yes. And yeah, from that moment, I was like, "Damn, this is uh, Australian!" Like, so yeah. yeah. And yeah. where were you taken from there? Uh, so we uh, got took to uh, to there's a uh, local um, there's a like a um, um, like a military base or something yes. there. Mm. So we had a medical check there. Right. And after that, uh, they took us, uh, the next day, they took us to uh, Christmas Island. Island. And how yeah. long did you stay on Christmas Island? Um, I was, uh, I was in, so I was in Christmas Island just for a month and a half. Mm -hmm. But my other friends, they were there for three months. I was there. Uh, a month and a half because if you see there, there's a there's a scar. Yes. Yes. So I had thyroid cancer, mm -hmm. so they had to flew me to Perth. Did uh, you know you had thyroid cancer when you came? I didn't know anything, right. and I couldn't speak English much at that time. And when I had a medical check, yes. I just pretend to understand what the doctor said. Yes. I just smile at so if like when you talk to me right now, I just pretend to understand you and yeah. just smile at smile you. Smile and nod, yeah. And just say yes and no, yes and no. Yeah. Until when they took me to the surgery room. And where, like, where, did, where did they take you? Perth? Or? Uh, in Perth. So in Perth. Here yeah. you are, a 15 year old boy, mm. thyroid cancer. Mm. Did you know what was going to happen to you? I don't even know if it's going to happen, but like, thank God, now it's all gone now. No, but I mean, did yeah. they. Was there any interpreters? Was there an explanation? Or did you know what was going to happen? See, that's the thing. I pretend to understand what was ah, going right, on. Ah, right. So you didn't need an interpreter. Yeah, you're, you're a smart uh, boy. Uh, uh, because I try to remember, because I'm really good at that remembering stuff. Yep, because yep. Um, just go home, try to remember all the words you say. <laughs> go home, look at the, looking at the dictionaries. And I was like, oh, Joe said this. Yes, I answer yeah. yes. Oh, just say, oh, uh, no, uh, I answer wrong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe there is a God. Yeah. Because you, you would have died. I believe you there is a God. You, you would have died in Indonesia if you didn't take that trip. Yeah. If you had thyroid cancer. Mm -hmm. So how long did you spend in Perth? Uh, I was there for three months. And then? Where you and after three months, I uh, came to Melbourne. Why Melbourne? Uh, why Melbourne? Because uh, so most of uh, my West Papuan friends are already in Melbourne when mm -hmm. I was there. Mm -hmm. And also why Melbourne? Because we have some uh, support groups here down in Melbourne that could um, help us to, to, to start our life in, uh, in Australia. Mm. So how difficult was it for, what, you've been 16 by then? Yeah, yeah. For a 16. What's the first thing you remember? Obviously you flew into Melbourne, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. When you... Those airport doors opened and you saw the city of Melbourne. What yeah. did you think? Uh, it was crazy. I was just like, it's just like, I was just like, wow. Like, yeah, 
big city. Like, big city. Yeah, yeah, like, just wow. Yeah. So I, it was just like blank. I have nothing on my mind. We want to do this today, tomorrow. I, like, I don't have anything. Just wow. like, wow. wow. And yeah, yeah. So have you done any education since you've been in Melbourne? Yes, yes. So I went to um, uh, English language school. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a year. And I continued with my high school. So I did finish my uh, VCE, Victorian Certificate Education. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, my year 10, year 11, and year 12. And I also did advanced diploma in aerospace engineering. Excuse me. Advanced diploma in aerospace engineering. Yes. So yes. next time you're not going to catch a leaky canoe, are you? You're going to um, go on a spaceship. That, that's, that's, the, that's the plan. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and um, at the moment um, I'm doing my honours uh, in aerospace engineering. And where, where are you doing that? Uh, at Aramati. Why are you doing aerospace engineering? Uh, because when I was here, so back home, uh, mm. we live close to the airport. And when I was younger, every time I see the planes, when the planes came, like landing and take off, I always run outside and watch it, watch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell my parents, guys, I want to do with planes some, uh, one day. Mm. But my parents told me, look, uh, maybe. You know, now you want to do something with that, but when you get older, you know, you want to be a police or something, you know, this mm. and that, but pray about it. Mm-hmm. But I was I was like, oh, yeah, mm. classic, typical Christian mm. parents, you know, pray yeah. things. Yeah. I did pray, and um, like, mm. but now here I am doing the course that... Uh, you wanted to do. That I really wanted to do, yeah. And uh, have you done any type of work while you've been... Uh, yes, so I did my work uh, experience um, here mm-hmm. in some places, and um, it's been interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Yes. Remember, nobody's listening, Okay. so you can answer honestly. Have you found love in Melbourne? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Ah, not well, yet. Well, I'm still looking. You're still, still looking. looking. Well, you're 36. <laughs> 26. Uh, 26, sorry. Yeah. 26. You're sorry. still looking. You're still young, yeah. Still looking. Still yeah. looking. No, that's all right. Still looking. Have yeah. you got any plans for the future? Plans for the future? Mm, get married, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, personally. Yes, personally. Yeah, personally. Um, well, um, I still got um, so I still got another semester for my um, my course, my honors. Right. Yeah. So once I finish, so I I wish to, um, yeah, finish and like look first. The first thing you know, as a human, I probably look for a job. In what field? In engineering field. Engineering. Right. Engineering field, and I would uh, I would uh, I would I really want to do something. With my work line of work, what mm. can I do mm. to help uh, with West Papuan issues? Right. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, mm. so when you went home last year, what was that like? Crazy. Mm. It was so it was a lot of change, a lot of changes for the good or the bad. Uh, you could say both bad right. and good. Yeah, right, right. yeah. You must have been like the prodigal son who returned home. Yeah, yeah, in the family and uh, in the community, you would say that. But um, I just feel like it's not it's not what Wamena used to be. Mm. Wamena used to be. And what's like, happened to your younger brother? Um, so he's in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in Melbourne. He's uh, at the moment he's studying uh, advanced diploma too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, um, yeah, he's living uh, in a share house with uh, his friends and. 
He's still alive. He's still God. alive, yeah. <laughs> and you would help him across the street these days, hopefully. No. No? Nah. Nah. <laughs> He's a big boy, you know. Like, psst. Yeah, he wouldn't. He needs, he needs to let. No, um, I always say yeah, sometimes yeah. I go and take, on, uh, take up on him, yeah. 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 I understand you're involved in the uh, West Papua program on, here on 3CR? Yes, yes, how, yes. How long has that you've been part of that? Um, since, actually, since, uh, since it established. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was um I was doing the um, uh, paneling and uh, hosting and um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, you, you enjoy doing that? Yeah, I really enjoy doing that. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's you, good. Um, you know, um, is uh, keep uh, be, uh, raise the awareness, uh, let people know, every the listeners know what's been happening in West Papua and that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is the program heard clandestinely in West Papua? Um. It's quite hard, quite mm. hard to like to listen live, but um, I think since like technology now, yes. like uh, you can hear on uh, post podcast and um, yeah, they could uh, download uh, the post podcast and they could uh, yeah listen mm. some other days. Yeah, mm. yeah. Have you felt any personal pressure in Australia from? Uh, um, uh, because of your West Papuan activism for independence, have you had any pressure from external pressure? Ex- sorry, external. well, maybe pressure from the Australian government not to, or in- Indonesian government. Do you felt any pressure at all not to be involved in West Papuan activities, like on the radio? Um, yes, from the um, from people people inside, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, it's I, I don't know how to say it. it's not a pressure, no. but. It's just like, it's like they said, it's great what you do it, but just be careful. Right. Yeah, that's what they said. Just right. make sure you don't, um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> out there, no, you know, get yourself in trouble well, and, yeah. yeah, just, um, yeah, right. keep, keep, yeah, keep it, yeah, together and, together. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and are you involved with the, um, the West Papuan office in, in Docklands? Yes, yes, the, I do. What do you do there? Um, so sometimes, uh, so we uh, run the event, and and also and um, yeah, and there's uh, some other things like just recently there's a uh, um, um, there's a MSG. Uh, so MSG is a Melanesian Superhead Group. They had a meeting in uh, Honiara mm-hmm. and in Solomon Island, and um, people there uh, they want to uh, so uh, now there was Papua. We want to be in a in a Melanesian Superhead Group, and uh, some pe- there's some support groups there. They mm-hmm. want to have uh, like a West Papua flags and things. Yes. So like uh, uh, past couple of weeks, we've been uh, suing the uh, suing the flags. flags. Uh, yeah. Right. So at mm-hmm. the office. So yeah, so that's the what that's mm. what the office for. So we that if we want to run some uh, like do a meeting or something, we do from there. Yeah. Is, is it useful to have the office for the West Papua community? <laughs> it is. It is very very useful. Very mm. very useful. It's mm. where it's just kind of good. You you know like it's like you know you're going to office. That's mean you know like there'll be you'll be working, you'll be thinking, and yep. yeah, every, it just you, it's good that have that. It's a focus. Yeah, focus thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember I was sitting in um, in somebody's house I was about four or five years ago, and I was mm. saying, oh. And it, the, the community was just so dispersed, so it's mm-hmm. good. Now, there's an event coming up on the 14th, isn't there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's that? 
The 14th, yes, that's the um, that's the launch of uh, the office. No, well, that was launched three years ago. That was three. Ah, oh. oh, no, this is this is this is the sorry. regular rent collective. Rent collective thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, this is the, but you're going to launch a book. There's a book being launched. Yeah, there's a book. Yeah, yeah. so the book yeah. it's by Anit Cooley. That's right. Yeah, and the book the title is Decolonization: Boundaries yep. and Self Determination. Yep. And then we also lunch provided. Yeah. So that's on the 14th. Uh, yeah. yeah. One till three p.m. Yeah. 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 So and Sunday the, the 14th. Yeah. yeah. And there'll be a delicious lunch yes. pro- provided by people at the office. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Look, it's a good art. I mean, we usually have to try to do three functions every year for the rent collective, mm-hmm. which are open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people can actually see where their money goes. Mm-hmm. Because the, the function of the rent collective is to raise the rent mm-hmm. to keep the office open. Mm-hmm. It's not our function to tell you how to run. Yep. Your independence struggle, mm-hmm. and uh, if you are interested, and you want to see what the office is like and who's involved and what's going on. You're welcome to uh, on Sunday, the fourteenth of August at one pm at eight three eight Collins Street in Docklands. Very nice address for an embassy, obviously when it, when it becomes the West Papuan Embassy. And uh, you just go around the back, and there's a big meeting room and uh, communal area where we're having that lunch. And I think this is the eighth lunch, eighth or ninth lunch we've now had. So to be a member of the Rent Collective is very easy, a dollar a day, two Chinese meals a month, two pizzas, a packet of cigarettes, $30 a, a month. So if you want to join the Rent Collective, come a, come around on the day, have a look at the place, talk to the West Papuan activists, see what you think. Mm. I'll be there. You'll be there. Yeah. You'll be there. Yeah. People can ask you questions about... Dug out canoes, can they? Yeah, please, <laughs> please, anytime. Like anytime. I'm here, I'm here to share. You know, sharing yeah. is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> and uh, you didn't souvenir any of the B- VP cans because they'd be worth a worth <laughs> packet now. You know. Yeah, uh, uh, damn. I, I wish I should have known that. Known yeah, that before. Yeah, you should have gone back. Yeah. Well. Anyway, it's very kind of you to come in, Jeffrey, and talk to us for the last hour. It's all gone very quickly. Thank you for having me. Jeff. No, no. Look, it's a pleasure having you in this country. Mm-hmm. And you. I think it uh, it highlights to people how important uh, refugees are in this country mm-hmm. and the important role they play. And it's been a pleasure talking to you and it's been a pleasure talking to you, many of the people that have, the 43 that came across on that canoe because... Uh, that was a journey of sheer courage and stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't agree with the last one, stupidity, but um, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm agreeing. Courage, courage, courage r- real yeah. courage. So congratulations. Thank Continue you. to work at 3CR. It's a pleasure to have you and the other West Papuans here at 3CR. And it's great talking to you, Jeffrey. and you look after yourself. And when you find love, let us know and invite us all to the wedding. Of course, I will. <laughs> Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed The poor stay poor, the rich get rich That's how it goes 
Chocolate and the long stem rope. 